You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Well, it is the dawn of a new era for the Milwaukee Brewers. Welcome in, everybody. MLB.com Extras, the Milwaukee Brewers edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Adam McAlvey. All right, Adam, news is out. David Stearns is the new general manager, he formerly of the Houston Astros organization. What can you tell us? What's the reaction been? Well, look, he fits the bill of what we've talked about over the last couple of weeks that they may be looking for. He's young. He is really young, 30 years old. He'll be the youngest GM currently in Major League Baseball. He is analytics-driven. He is Ivy League, a Harvard graduate. He checks all of those major boxes that we thought Mark Atanasio, the Brewers' owner, was going to be interested in. And, look, he's 30, uh, and a lot of people are focusing on that age, but what Mark Atanasio just said in a long press conference at Miller Park is, what they focused on was his experience, which is quite extensive. Front office positions with a number of different teams, including prominent ones with the Indians and more recently the Astros as Jeff Luno's right-hand man. Also in Major League Baseball, working in arbitration and as part of the negotiating team on the last CBA. He's worked in uh, baseball ops for the Arizona Fall League. This guy has done a lot for a 30-year-old. And, um, you know, the age, as he said, he's been young in pretty much every position he's been in baseball, and it's never been a hindrance before. He doesn't think it'll be a hindrance in this position. Uh, age is such an arbitrary, silly number, right? I mean, it, it's... Uh... Well, thank you. I like to think of it that way as, I, <laughs> as mine starts to tick up. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it really is um, in, both, in both ends. Um, you made some, you know, you've had a great week for this, by the way. I just have to tip my cap you finding all the historical tie-ins to uh, the times records have been made previously or age, you know, your fact you start, your, your lead is that it wasn't even alive, wasn't born the last time <laughs> uh, the Bruce went to the world series in 1982. Um, that's sort of mind boggling. And yet what, you know, it doesn't matter. Right? It can't possibly matter. Well, look, it's you interview and you, you talk to a guy and you listen to what he has to say, and David Stearns was very impressive in his interview. Mark Atanasio said this began with 44 names on a list with the executive search firm that the Brewers retained. Uh, it was whittled down, and part of the process it was pretty interesting to hear uh, Mark talk about this. They, came, they had a list of 11 attributes, and they made Mark literally rank them from number one to number 11. And... Uh, it, number one was, you know, having the vision to develop a, a, a consistent postseason team. That, that's what was the most important thing to Mark Afanasio in this process. And David Stern's experience with these uh, teams he's worked for, combined with, you know, what he said in that interview, made Mark uh, believe that this was the, the best person for this job. And you're right, age is a number. They've got a young manager in, in Craig Council who's 44. And the idea is, to have some continuity. That is very important to this particular owner who, remember, when he bought the team in 2005, he kept uh, Doug Melvin, the GM. He kept uh, the then scouting director, Jack Zarensic, who'd been such a big part of bringing the Brewers to prominence, Gord Ash, the assistant GM. All, all the primary baseball guys stayed because there's a, 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 a big belief by Mark Atanasio that, that there's strength and continuity. So I think the, the goal here is to put these two men together uh, David Stearns and Craig Council, they've already had a long conversation. They will have more in the coming days. And, and yeah, they put, put them together and let them build something. Interesting. A vision to develop a consistent postseason, I don't know, plan or whatever. It, it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, you know, 
anybody can come up with a plan or a vision uh, to know whether or not it's going to be good, you know, will only play out over time. So that seems like a, a tougher one to evaluate. I wonder if there was another trait of his, another accomplishment perhaps that, that helped push him over the top. Was it, you know, was it experience with a certain general manager or success with a team or something like that? I don't think so. I, I, the, the sense we just got, and you know, we spent an hour asking questions of both men. It, it was cumulative, you know, it's, and, and it, with everything, it's a mix. Everyone is going to want to tag this guy as a young numbers nerd, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what it is easy to, to, to look at his resume and, you know, even look at the guy and, and, and make that uh, determination. But there's more to it than that. And to be a successful organization, you need to check all these different boxes. You need to scout well. You need to develop players well. You need to treat people well. You know, all these different skills are going to come into play. You need to manage people well. And I think that David Stern's impressed, uh, again, this owner um, and three others who, who did these long interviews. It was about three hours in a group of four and then an hour uh, one-on-one with the owner and, and each candidate. A handful of candidates got this far. Um, I think he he impressed you know with a wider range of skills than just being you know an Ivy League guy who knows analytics. There's more to it to be a good general manager, and they feel like David Stearns is going to bring those things to the table. So uh, the timing to me is can be an issue, and the notion that somebody or a team could wait until the season ends and and then go into their search and find somebody before the winter meetings seems like such a poor idea anymore because so much happens now in those interim weeks during the postseason we see we see activity and I, I just think having somebody in place now really can be critical as opposed to waiting until after the season ends how much pressure did they indicate um, or uh, Adonacio say that, that that he felt to get Cerns in place before the season ended well, I don't know if it was before the season ended, but he did indicate that he, he did feel a sense of urgency not to wait too long for the reasons you said, and also for the reasons that you don't want somebody you really like to be off the board because another team has hired him. There's a number of teams right now in the same process at various stages of that process, and I think the Brewers wanted to get out in front of it, and that's why they kept their interviews to, it was a handful, as Marcotte Nasir said, he didn't want to get more specific, but you know, to me, that hand has five fingers, so I would speculate that it was some, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and they moved quickly when they felt like David Stearns was the, you know, the best candidate for this job. So he technically is not the general manager yet. He is uh, going to head back home to Houston. He's going to join the team in San Diego next week, have some one-on-ones with a couple of players, and he'll become the general manager formally on October 5th at which time Doug Melvin will no longer have that job. So as we speak right here, Dave, Doug Melvin still is the general manager of this team, but come October 5th, it will be David Stearns. He'll have an office. Doug Melvin will continue to have an office, be an advisor, and they'll sort of move forward, and, and then David Stearns begins that process. And it begins with you know 40-man roster decisions coming in November, getting ready for general managers' meetings, getting ready for the winter meetings. And, you know, while he would not answer a, a direct question about basically how long do you think this rebuild, reset, re-whatever is going to take, some of his early moves are, are you know, could help answer that because they have a couple of players and, and, you know, say Adam Lind, Francisco Rodriguez, who came up at the trade deadline because they have contracts that uh, 
go through the next season, but are not guaranteed beyond that. And some, you know, some dollars involved, you know, we'll see what he does with players like that. And that will help, you know, sort of lay out a little bit more of his vision for whether this is a real long-term deal or whether this can be done a little bit more quickly. How involved was Craig Council in this? Was he involved at all? And, and, and what does this mean for him? He was not involved, and I asked him about that. I think, number one, he's got a lot on his hands managing the team, especially after a week in which injuries played such a role. They had two really bad scares with Jimmy Nelson, a vital pitcher for the future of this team, taking a line drive off the head, and then Elian Herrera you know, involved in a scary collision. Um, both guys got through okay, but it involved you know, some, some discussions about it. He, he was busy, basically. And you know, he said this is not his call. This was Mark Atanasio's call. The biggest decision Mark said today since they made the Zach Grinke trade, I think you can argue that this is even more important than that because this person is going to direct now uh, the future of the, the, the direction of the entire organization. And Craig Council wanted to sort of stay away from it. But, you know, we're talking here, Dave, on Monday as they made this announcement. Council and David Stearns had a conversation on Sunday. I predict there will be many more. And Stearns said his impression so far is what everyone comes away with from a conversation with Craig Council uh, is impressed, you know, and he thinks they're going to work together. Great. Uh, ditto with uh, what he's done so far with Doug Melvin. They've uh, had dinner on Sunday night. They met uh, extensively on Monday morning and they're going to kind of work through what exactly that relationship is going to be. He, wa- he wants to lean on some of Doug Melvin's experiences in this game. But, you know, I think the, the one thing you took away from this and his, in listening to David Stearns talk about uh, those two men and, and also about his other past influences in this game He's his own guy. I mean, he he learned from Jeff Luno in Houston. He learned from Rob Manfred working in the commissioner's office um, and others throughout his history in this game. But but he is his own guy. And I I think if you, you know, you go listen to some of the audio or watch some of the video that we'll have of this press conference, you can see right away this is a confident young man uh, who knows what he wants to do. And I think, uh, well, I know from talking to him how eager he is to get in that office and, and get down to work because there is a ton of stuff on his plate uh, in order to learn this organization, to learn the people, make decisions about staffing, make decisions about the roster, and quickly try to move forward through what you were rightly said is a very compressed schedule in this game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, a, a seminal moment today for the Milwaukee Brewers. They move forward with their new general manager, David Stearns, and uh, always great to get the insight. We'll look forward to doing it again next week, and, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe next week we'll talk a little more baseball, Adam, but uh, as always, appreciate it. All right, I'm going to go put my head down and think about how old I am, Dave. I suggest you do the same. Good, <laughs> Dave. Well, that's time well spent. There he goes. Adam McCalvey, MLB.com Extras, the Milwaukee Brewers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.